What's up, soccer players? On this episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience, we are going to be talking about returning to play after an ankle sprain and some tips you should know. But before we get into today's episode, um, here at the Soccer Fitness Experience, we are always trying to improve. So please, please, please check the description for this podcast in either iTunes or Spotify to click on a link to a survey where we can learn exactly what you guys want to hear. So please fill this out as best as you can. And thank you and hope you guys enjoy the show. Let's start off very, very basic. Will a six pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pregame meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get to that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to this latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Trying to implement some routine. I went to run into the woods. I ran in the woods this morning. Well, after work today, that was fun. And I'll tell you, you what. Ran in the what, woods? Yeah, I went ran in the woods because I, I, you know, when I when I run on on pavement on asphalt, like it's just I get shin splints, I get knee pain. But when I run in the woods, like there's more cushion, I guess, on my knee. Uh, it's better on my knee. And uh, the reason why I started is because I was playing soccer um, this Saturday, right? And somebody said, yo, why you let him go past you like this? He's not that good. <laughs> he oh. said, and then I'm like, I got ticked off just because he said that. <laughs> I got ticked off just because he said that. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. All right. He said, let me let me guard your work. You might not touch the ball. And then I was like, nah, I, I, I got to get back into it because um, my stamina, my problem is my stamina is not what it used to be. Like I can play, uh, but like I can't run for like the full two hours. Like I get tired a little bit easy. So I was like, I got to get my cardio. Up. But I see. I, I don't want to do, I don't want to do like interval training yet. I'm just like, all right, let me get my cardiovascular up first and then I'll do interval training afterwards. Okay. Give this so guy like. You went in the woods. I, yeah, I give this guy like four weeks. I'm gonna come with him in four weeks, and he's gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna be like, oh, okay, I'm this guy what is happened. unstoppable. The guy's got like a tank. How about you, bro? How you doing, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. We got three weeks left in Orlando, uh, and then we move back to New Jersey, and uh, boom, there we go. But um, I think the most important thing that I've done in the past few days is you guys must have heard at the beginning of this episode is uh made made you guys a little survey a little podcast survey because we're trying to learn more about what you guys want to listen to what topics you want what extra perks you want um so y'all it would really make my day and it'd make Burr's day too if you could just click on the link in the description fill out that google form it takes like what what do you think like 90 like, seconds like they don't even have to write they just have to check boxes so it takes like a minute at most yep 
You just click yes, no, I'm this, I'm that. And here's the thing. If there's a question, you don't feel like typing an answer, you don't got to type it. Just skip yeah, it. True. It's not too bad. You know, nothing's mandatory. But uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I'm up to, man. Cool, cool, cool. What we got today? What we got today? Today, today's episode is inspired by uh, Dr. Josh Funk from Rehab to Performance in Maryland. Um, he shot us a question on Twitter. Um, asking to go over some return to kicking progressions for people who have uh, who have had a recent ankle sprain. So we're going to address that at the end of today's episode. But before we kind of get into the details of that, we're just going to start by going over some of the the different types of ankle sprains and how you as soccer players should, you know, you should know some things about these sprains because they might all seem like they're very minor, but they're a little bit different. Um but I think we're going to start, Berg, with the the traditional ankle sprain. Can you kind of just describe what that's what that's like? Um, that's the one that I used to get all the time, and they they used to be annoying. That's the typical one where you just you know you get your your lateral ankle sprain. Um, it doesn't really go so high off the foot that you're feeling it by your um above your um. How do I explain that bone in a layman terms? your lateral malleolus. So it doesn't go as high um, above that bone. So if you if you're looking at if you touch your ankle, you got two bones, right? You got the on the one on the inner side, one on the outer side. You know, when you got, you know, a, a, a high ankle sprain, it goes, you know, you feel the pain all the way above um, that bone. But you know, a traditional one, that's when you just get your typical um, lateral ankle sprain and it doesn't reach as as high. Um, but it's 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 annoying because if you don't take care of it properly, um, they tend to come back. It's, it's typically you get the pain um, right around um, right around the man. I can't I can't think of layman terms for this, Andy, because I'm using physical therapy brain here. Uh, but it's right around the it's 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 right underneath the that that lateral malleolus that 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 bone that's on the other side of your ankle right on if there's right on top a lot of swelling sometime when it happens um typically you can't play i'll say you can't it's depending on how how bad it is but typically those ankle like it, it, it the pain usually lasts about two to three days right and then afterwards then you have to like slowly come back and 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 we just like try to walk on it and try to play on it. it, it it's it, it can be annoying. This is what I would say because I've had them so many times, bro. And it's one of those things where if you don't take care of it, it is gonna keep coming back. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones where it's very easily swept under the rug and say, oh, you know, ice it, maybe do some ankle circles. And you'll be fine. And mm-hmm. what's dangerous is that, like, you know, it's it's tough to really, unless you do a full medical evaluation on that ankle, you're not going to, as a, as a player or as a parent or as a coach, you're not going to be able to find many things that are wrong, but they're, they're kind of hidden. So that's why, yeah, okay, if you get one and you want to, you know, just rest on it, ice it, whatever – one, don't be surprised if it happens again. But two, if it does happen again, you really have to get it taken care of properly because it's uh it's it's sad to say, but it is a slippery slope. 
And oh once God. you have one, you're you're more likely to have another one. I'm the walking testament for to this. Like you get, you know, it's one of those when you you get it, like oh man, I twisted my ankle, right? And then you just wrap it, you ice it, you wrap it, and then you wait like two to three days, and then you go back to playing again. You wear a brace, but you can still play, you can still move around, but it, it's there's still this lingering pain um, when you when you st- when you play on it, and it's it's typically around those time where you, your chance of actually rolling it again is actually bad and i'll tell you how bad it is you don't even have to roll it if a ball kick you the wrong way at your foot like you're gonna feel like it's an ankle sprain that used to happen to me a lot as a defender i'm guarding somebody and somebody move laterally and i'm trying to like follow along to block a shot and guess what happens someone take a shot guess what foot you stick out to block the shot right of course it's the right foot that that's 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 injured and then that that's someone shoot with power and then he kind of the ball kind of like land right next to your foot like right where you injured and then it kind of like make it so that your foot kind of turn inwards which is like similar to like when you sprain your ankle your foot turn inwards when the ball hit you on your foot and your foot turn in like this it feels like it's an ankle injury and it's it's so frustrating sometimes because you can't play at your full capacity especially if you're playing defense and you have to kick a leg out to block to block a shot god forbid someone shoot with power and that ball land the wrong way on your foot it's almost like a hinkle sprain again it sucks yes so i mean honestly that's that is true and that does suck and if you're a player out there and you have a, a a lateral ankle sprain um and you want to see if you're 100%, one of the things that should be on your checkbox of things to check is can I, if I'm a defender or if I'm just a field player in general, can I take a block shot with the outside of my foot oh, at I 100%? Can't. I could not. You know? I could not. Like and just the thought itself be like, oh, I'm not trying to like do that at all. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, again, this is something that shouldn't be swept under the rug. Um, another thing that you should do if you're doing a, a true return to sport after this is you really need to do reactive agility and cutting because if you're not doing that, you're you're not even exposing the ankle to the proper load that it needs to be on the field. So doing things like cutting left to right, doing box mirror drills with a teammate. Um, doing pure defensive one-on-ones with mm-hmm. an attacking player coming at you. Um, you really need to be able to expose yourself to these things before you go back to a full high-pressure situation when you're going to be asked to do those things with higher intensity and more fatigue. Well said. Now let's talk about, so you you kind of described the the traditional lateral ankle sprain, which is, a sprain to the ligaments that connect on the outer bone to your ankle. Um, there's actually another set of ligaments yeah, that, that they are more... on the inside. That one I don't I don't see that quite often. Have you seen a case like this? I don't I don't really see that one. Yeah, I I've seen a few. I'll say for every ten or fifteen lateral ankle sprains, you'll get one medial, which is the bone on the inside of the ankle. Um, this. This is trickier because a lot of players, they know what a sprained ankle feels like and they know, yeah, my ankle just doesn't feel right. But what they don't know is that timeline 
that applies to the lateral ankle sprain does not apply to the medial. Um, it's a lot slower. Hmm. And typically, it takes a lot more time to get out of pain. Um, what's the, what's so, the mechanism of injury? How, how would someone get in, injured the, the, the inner side of their ankle? Because with a lateral ankle sprain, everybody knows that you twist your foot um, outwards. Um, you twist your foot outwards, inwards. I can't think of the proper term. Inwards, 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 inwards yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. twist your foot inwards, but with the uh, 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 with the medial ankle sprain, that, that that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot from slide tackling, and a hmm. lot from getting slide tackled. Oh, so you're getting getting yeah. okay, getting the cleats right in the inner side of the foot. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a player out there and you feel like the middle part of your ankle hurts after getting a slide tackle, then maybe this is something that should be on your radar. And if you do have a a ankle sprain to the inside of your ankle, um, I think you should get that checked out just because there's so many structures that that run through there that you you have to make sure everything's okay. Why do you think what what do you think it takes so long to actually recover from a medial ankle sprain? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe because you have, I mean, you have two bones of the lower leg, right? You have the big beefy tibia, which is where most of your weight goes through. And then you have, you have your fibula on the outside, which not as much weight goes through. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe because the tibia takes more weight and these are the ligaments that attach directly to that. It takes a little bit more time because it has to be able to handle more load. Um, it's about all I got off the top of my head, but I'm not okay. sure. If you guys do know the answer, send, send us a DM and we'll be happy to address that on, on next week's episode. Hmm. But um, in terms of returning from this type of injury, the the thing you really have to look out for is kind of what we said, um, tackling and getting tackled because those are going to both stress the inside of the ankle and if you're going to be returning to a competitive environment, then you have to be able to do those uh, without any sort of pain. And you should be able to do, again, like all the things we said before, cutting, reactive drills versus defenders, side shuffling. That's going to expose the ankle that it needs in multiple planes, which is what you need to return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple, multiple plane is key. A lot of single leg exercise before you start doing any sort of return to play. Uh, that's one of the things that I was missing when I used to get a lot of ankle injury. I would just like wrap it, ice it, um, and then just like slowly come back. But that never works because I, I always get another ankle injury. Uh, kid you not, man. The moment I started doing a lot of strength training, a lot of exercise on one leg, all this problem, and they went away. I, I haven't gotten an ankle sprain in these since, I don't know, like 2000, like, 16 or think 2017 or something like that oh wow it's amazing yeah. bro i have and i it's not like i reduced the frequency at which i played i i'm still playing like once or twice a week hey y'all berg is fast <laughs> he's not one of those players that just sits in front of the goal he he's uh i would i would count you as an explosive player uh, i'll say you're I, explosive. I, I i used to be more explosive i'm i'm, I'm trash now bro Actually, this weekend I was um, because I haven't played in like two and a half weeks, right? So um, there was a ball. They passed me the ball. The guy gave me the wrong pass. So I'm like, and then the ball's going out of out of out of out of bounds. So I'm like sprinting to get to that mm. ball. Like I was like, I can get that. 
maybe the 25 year old me could get that. I couldn't get that. Yo, I ran so hard, bro. I almost fell. <laughs> That's how bad. <laughs> That's how bad. I was like, yeah, I need to start training regularly now because this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Looking old, man. Looking bro, old. Man, like I'm, I'm old. I was, I'm running around with a lot of 25 year old, and they all fast, and I'm fast, oh, but geez. I can't keep it up. Bro, you ever play anyone who's like the other day? I was playing against like an 18 year old. Oh my god! Yeah, they don't play. So I don't like playing pace, against man. them. It's not. I don't, they don't know how it's to play. Quick. No, they don't know how to play, and they're way they too. They don't quick. know how to play. They're quick. They don't know how. They they like holding the ball. Like if you if I play with an 18 year old, mm. that's that's uh well not to not to I'm not talking about the professional one guys. I'm talking about you know it's even playing with high schoolers like. You know, they don't read the game fast enough. Like, too many extra touches when you can just do, like, a one-touch pass. Like, I asked for the ball. I show you where I want the ball, but you took, like, five touches. And now I can't mm. get the pass because the angle is already blocked. That's why I don't like playing with kids. And that, I understand why why adult didn't want to play with me. Because <laughs> there's, so, there's so many things I didn't get understand. Uh, but we digress. Oh, <laughs> we digress here. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about high ankle sprains uh, because these do happen a good bit. And so the the traditional ankle sprains are the ankle sprains to the outside of your ankle, um, that outer bone. The deltoid ligament sprains happen on the inside of your ankle, so that beefy bone on the inner part. You actually have a ligament that connects those two portions of your ankle, the outer part and the inner part. Um, and that ligament goes all the way from your ankle all the way up to close to your knee. So it, it's a it's a very, very big structure. Um, you can sprain that. You can sprain that. And that's called a high ankle sprain. And it, it's a very tricky one to come back from. It won't feel like a normal ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Um, this, that's again, one, this is one you should definitely get checked out as well. That's, that's the one Neymar got. Nimmo got that multiple times. Like he, 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 yeah. he, he twisted his ankle. It almost looked like his leg was broken. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is aggressive. Um, for any of the American fans out there, this is the injury that Tua Tagali Tua Tagalivoa from Alabama. Um, he had this about three weeks before Alabama's national championship game. Mm. Um, it's it's a nasty one because the. The bones of your ankle, they're designed to transmit force from top to bottom. And when you have this high ankle sprain, those bones spread out a little bit potentially. And that's going to cause some pain when you're walking. Um, so it, it may require a period of like being non-weight bearing, being in a boot, letting everything just settle down together. Um, but in terms of coming back, it's... It's tough because you have to be able to make sure that that ankle is able to absorb force in a in a vertical plane. Um, doing things like plyometrics and focusing on both the horizontal and most importantly the vertical component, because that's what's going to allow that ankle to spread out. And being able to control that process of spreading out is the exact job of the ligament that was injured. Hmm. Um, yeah, what do you think? I'm trying to think of the mechanism of injury. And next time I saw this, I saw, saw Neymar, and um, he he was trying to cross. It was even he was in Barcelona at the time. He was trying to cross, and he planted his 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 foot 
he's trying to cross planted his foot and I don't know what happened. I think there's somebody slide tackle and the foot kind of like went inwards, but it looks like the leg was like broken. I thought the leg yeah. was broken. Um, and then the second it's time a, I it's seen a happen, lot of, it's a lot of landing and your, tw- your foot is twisting outward. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's traditional. The second how, time I've seen it, Neymar again was holding the ball too much. At that, that time, he was already at PSG. Holding the ball too much, all he needed to do was just do one extra pass. And then some dude slide tackle him. Um, when he got slide tackle, his same injury that happened with him, I saw the leg, the left, the leg. You know, when you have an ankle injury, you see the ankle caving in. But it looks like his ankle and then like half of his leg sort of cave into, which I thought he was broken, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just a high ankle sprain yeah, that he got. I don't know how else you would get that injury from what I've seen. It's just like, usually, like, I've seen it. It's like contact. Like, someone, like, push you, and then you you kind of, like, land in the wrong way. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a rough one because, again, it's like, you, you think it's an ankle sprain, but it's, it is, but it's at the same time, it's not. It's not the same ones that you know we get when we're just walking and we roll it or, or something like that. But um, yeah. So it's important that you're returning from these these high ankle sprains with a little bit more caution, um, because like we said earlier, when you have these high ankle sprains, their job is to control the stability of your lower leg. So it's very important to work on things like plyometrics, specifically vertically to know that your ankle is able to absorb that new load. Yeah. Um, so switch gear a bit, right? Um, and talk about kicking. Kicking after an ankle sprain. Um, that's one thing I, I had some trouble um, doing too. And, you know, it's, you know, as somebody that's, I'm not a good shooter right i don't i don't shoot the ball all the time but when you really get down to the mechanic of shooting after an ankle sprain it can be bothersome you know especially because when you think about shooting what is required to shoot right you gotta lock the ankle like that 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 not like pointing pointing the toes down and then so that you can hit the ball with that that hard part of the on the top of your foot well, a lot of things that what happens after an ankle sprain like that, just just that motion of pointing down the toes can actually hurt the foot a bit. And because of that lack of proprioception that you kind of lose after an ankle injury, it can be hard to kind of like maintain that ankle lock, especially if you're doing a full swing like like that, that, that f- like brain to body awareness where you have to like focus on locking the foot and that tension is it's it's kind of hard to maintain because you had that injury so what end up happening sometimes when you shoot you 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 lack power and it's not because you lack technique it's not because it's not because you you don't have the strength because you're not able to lock the ankle fully and it can hurt too in the past that's what used to happen to me so you know just thinking about that aspect of the kicking you know if you're gonna do a return to kick the first thing you have to do is just practice locking that ankle you know getting that 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 newer muscular feedback and once you can land that ankle with like minimal to no pain 
then you can sort of like start doing some wall work where you lock your yeah. feet, you lock your ankle and then you just like kicking the ball kicking the ball on the wall back and forth it's kind of like you you're doing a passing drill basically because pass what is passing passing is like passing is like shooting at a at a lower level mm-hmm. <laughs> at a lower level so to speak and right it, without a lot of intensity and this is a a, a good a good tip for our our medial or our inner ankle sprain, the deltoid ligament mm-hmm. as well, because a, a very strong pass with the inside of the foot is going to stress the ligaments on the inside of the ankle. Um, correct. And, you know, the, the one thing that all of these things we're about to talk about have in common is what structure is injured and what movements in the game of soccer are going to stress those injured structures and how can I reincorporate them in a way where I can get better faster without making them hurt more. Um, Mm -hmm. So just even the concept of just passing back and forth against the wall with the inside of the foot. Yeah. That's going to help those ligaments on the inside. Now, if you do the same thing, except you pass with your laces with your toes pointed, Mm -hmm. well, that's a good progression into striking, you know, because that's going to stress the ligaments on both sides, but mainly the ligaments on the outside, um, primarily being the one ligament that's towards the front that a lot of people sprain a lot. The worst one is the you know you practicing wall work with the outside of your foot. That's the one that's kind of like because that's how the if you do if you're dealing with the traditional ankle sprain, right? That's kind of like how that 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 motion where you turn your foot in to like kick it with the outside of your foot. That are you already putting stress in that outer ligament? And, uh, you know, it can be hard for most people to do that because it's it's uncomfortable. Um, but nonetheless, if you're going to progress, if you're going to, let's say you're a guy that just has a nasty outside foot shot, like you have to find a way to progress. That. And the best way to start is first, you know, you got to do your preliminary rehab so that way you can just like do your turn your foot in, turn your foot out, up and down without pain. And then from there, it's just kind of like getting down to like locking this ankle and just like practice with the outside of your foot first, short distance on the wall. So from there, when you can lock your ankle and and practice with the outside of your foot, now you just got to take into account the volume. Okay, how many times a day can I do that with no pain? Okay, I can do that this amount of time. All right. Let me increase the distance with the outside of my foot now. Okay, let me increase the power. And then from there, it's just like, all right. Then you, after you keep start practicing with the wall, now we start, let's move on to a goal. And let's see what we can do. Same thing, short, medial distance, and then longer distances. Yeah, th- those are great ideas, especially with, um, with the wall. And there's one other thing that I think players can do with the wall as well. And that is tackling, um, specifically for the, the outside and the inside of your ankle. Um, what you can do is you can take a ball, you can put it against a wall, and you can maybe put it on a corner where you have some room to kind of navigate around it. And you can actually just hit the ball like you're tackling somebody and get the ball off them. You can do that with both the inside and the outside of your foot. Um, so if you're having trouble, you know, let's say you're, you're not technically good enough to do like a, a really good outside the, sh- outside the foot pass or shot, um, you could do that as well. And that can help you kind of determine and realize like, Hey, maybe I'm not 
ready or, hey, maybe I am ready. Um, and one other thing with with actually like kicking and shooting the ball is the volume is one thing that every single player will probably overdo. Um, <laughs> that is so true. I mean, you that know, so if, you, if you take a player and you give them a ball and you say, hey, take 100 shots, they'll probably take 250. Like just like, you know, we want to take more shots. Everybody likes taking shots. Who doesn't? Um, you have to have discipline. You have to have discipline and realize that, you know, maybe you can't shoot, but maybe you can only shoot 20 to 30 times, you know? And you really have to instill that discipline in yourself because nobody's going to tell you otherwise. Mm. Yeah, my friend is so true. It's so hard for especially younger kids to like stop because they don't, they don't, <laughs> they always go overboard. Yeah, yeah. And with finishing, it's like, oh, let's uh, let's take mm. a few more. Let's take a few more, and a few more turns to 20, 30, 40, an hour of just shooting, and um, that's fun and all. But when your ankle is is not the healthiest, mm. um. That's a process that needs to be managed and respected. Yep. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, that I mean, so true, man. we're both guilty, you know? Like, even when I was going through, like, a hip flexor thing uh, a few... Oh, that was, like, two years ago, yeah. Um, I remember my, my hip flexor would feel good, so i take 200 shots. The next day it would hurt. Couldn't shoot for a week. Did that for about three months. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it takes discipline. Like you, you gotta, you gotta sit down and write out a plan. Say, hey, I want to shoot two hundred shots in three weeks, and here's my plan to get there. That's 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 a that's solid. It's a solid way to approach it. Because once you limit yourself to three hundred shots, then you know you can pace yourself. And pace yourself a little bit more, but you have to have the discipline to actually stick to that 300 shot. So that's yep. the that's the thing. That's true. That's true. Um, Bert, you got any other tips for our, our listeners today? Um, no, no, man. Um, one thing I you know, if you have any ankle injury, yeah, please uh, rehab that thing properly. That that's one of the thing that that's one injury that is very very nagging it can impact your confidence and how you move on the field and i'm not just talking about it because i'm a physical therapist i'm talking about it because i've experienced this stuff myself like you get an ankle injury you wrap that thing and you show up the next day to play or you show up like two to three days later you're still playing you're still in pain but you're still paying you're still playing that that can that's a disaster because guess what could happen Someone shot the ball and you're trying to like block the shot or block a pass with your foot, with the outside of your foot, boom, turn your ankle inwards. That's another injury. And you, and it hurts just about the same. That it hurts just about the same. You know, it's 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 not worth it. Just just take the time off, rehab your ankle properly, you know, before you come back. Yeah, and and just from being in in a room of these, these guys, these academy age guys for about a year now in Orlando. Um, it's the same, it's the same people. It's the same people who, who always roll their ankles. And, Hmm. um, I mean, yeah, there's these freak cases, one or two where it's not, but in the most part, like you guys know who you are. 
you know who you are. And if you are one of these people, you, you need to respect the process and um, maybe just reach out for help and, and, and talk to, to some people to figure out, hey, what do I have to do to, to stop these, these sprains from, from happening? Because um, it, it, takes, it takes discipline and time, like we said. And sometimes you guys just need some help to get there. Yeah. Well said. All right. Well, once again, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to fill out the survey that is listed in the description and we'll see you all next week. Peace out.